But that's that's cats for you. <laughs> that better be that's, the first thing I hear when I play this episode is just <laughs> the music, and then that's cats for you. <laughs> that's cats, cats for you. Uh, yeah. We're here to talk about the musical Cats. Yes, oh, I wish. God, <laughs> the movie or the stage performance? Both, actually. Okay, yeah. I think it's coming to the Pantages. Is it really? I think it's coming. Ages. Well, enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can, can you get season tickets for one show? <laughs> See all of I, I think I'm gonna storm the stage. <laughs> I'm gonna go full insurrection. You, you thought people were dressed up for Moulin Rouge? I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go to a face painter and get the cat nose yeah. and the whiskers and just. <laughs> Sit in the front row, <laughs> just holding the playbill. Just, <gasps> I there's there's no way on earth that I'm not seeing cats if it goes to the pan. I, I was thinking that too. I was like, hmm. <laughs> maybe if it coincides with litter boxing day, we can Whoa. do both. <laughs> yeah. Double feature day <laughs> on matinee. <laughs> And then we as um, we we matinee we do what we've done before we brunch we brunch. mimosa drunk mimosa watch the movie and then that night we yeah. go to the oh no oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> turning into a cat. my tail poofs up. <laughs> 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 that all sounds perfect. And uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds like a perfect. <laughs> I wonder why on earth we decided to talk about that before this conversation. Why on earth, you may ask? Well, uh, for those just tuning in, uh, this is uh, this is Lad Zoo Pod. Uh, we are Lad Zoo Game. I'm Lad Robert. I'm Lad Jack. And I'm Lad Jimmy. And we're here to talk about a game we recently played um, called Stray. Yeah, we uh, recently played and everybody and their mother recently every, played. Every My single God, person. People streamed the heck out of this game. I think it was just like, you know, it's a it's a quick game. Mm-hmm. You know, people stream for hours, you yeah. know. So I'm I know I know a lot of people that streamed the like two hour under two hour run that sure. people were trying to do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. That's going to be a lot of that. We're going we're gonna to have a, a cat pun counter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our producer over there our, is going to be counting. Pro- our producer, every time every time you hear a cat pun, just you hear a little. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a tough like editing that. job for you, but it's <laughs> good. Oh, or for our producer, not for me. But yeah, yeah no, we obviously we outsource the editing because we're talent. Yeah, for sure. Talent. <laughs> yeah, talent doesn't, doesn't deal with that. <laughs> Someone's holding a mic to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> People hired. Yeah, I'm sitting on a producer who's yeah. <laughs> doing a human bench. <laughs> That's what I assume podcasting producers yeah, are. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they are the table that the mics rest yeah, upon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's just 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're paid, don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well. yeah it's, it's so a respectable job. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna put a link to application to yeah, join the like team. Intern Well, you get paid an experience and nothing else, <laughs> and, and we can pay them Bob blast too. Right? Yeah, yeah we'll just pick up a fourth one while we're there. Yeah. One the share share among the ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah the ten straws. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Pour it. Pour it on theme for this game. Yeah, we either like either like a pig trough or like a cat ball. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I mean that's us. That's, that's us. We're, like, we're we're drinking Bob Ross out of trucks for sure. And we were squealing. While oh we my god! What a really cursed way to start this episode. <laughs> so we played the cute, fun. Cat we played game. a great game, uh, Jack. I believe you have something prepared. Yes, and it's I just prepared it minutes ago as we started recording, and I realized I forgot to pull it up. It's also quite long, so bear with me. Yeah, but um. All right, so yeah, we played um, Stray, which if you have not played this game or you don't know what it is, Stray is a third-person cat adventure game set amidst the detailed neon-lit alleys of a decaying cyber city and the murky environments of its seedy underbelly. Roam's surroundings high and low, defend against unforeseen threats, and solve the mysteries of this unwelcoming place inhabited by curious droids and dangerous creatures. See the world through the eyes of a cat and interact with the environment in playful ways. Be stealthy nimble, silly, and sometimes as annoying as possible with the strange inhabitants of this mysterious world. And for the record, Stray is developed by Blue 12 Studio, um, which is from, they're based in the south of France, apparently. Oh. Um, which is oh. really interesting. Yeah, it's super cool. Great and, great job, guys. Yeah, and published by um, uh, Annapurna, right? From, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the only other um, company on like the masthead is Annapurna Interactive. Yeah, so yeah. I would assume they're the yeah, publishers. Yeah, Annapurna Interactive. Annapurna mm -hmm. is is the uh, is the uh, oh publisher. Who, uh, yeah. Um, so that's that's. Uh, and for the record, um, it is available on PlayStation mm -hmm. Four, PlayStation Five, and Microsoft Windows. And yes. full spoilers for the four-hour adventure. Full, full spoilers. Yes. That we're gonna try and make sure that this episode is less than the actual length it takes to play. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Um, yeah, we all we all played on PS5, um, mm -hmm. uh, so our experience is going to reflect that. Although, uh, <clears throat> from my understanding, not too noticeable of a difference um, between the, so. the platforms. Actually, I'd be curious on oh, yeah. PC that you uh, modders have already made it so they like modded their cats. I have seen that. That is so precious. I uh, before we get too far into it, I'm like shocked that there wasn't like a. Oh, like thanks for beating the game. Like now you can play as any of these various cat skins. Like, well, oh, that I, would be cute if you could customize your cat. Well, yeah. I, the Jules was like, oh, why can't you customize your cat at the beginning? Yeah. And I was like, well, it's because there's a specific cat. But I was like, well, I think it could have been any cat. I feel like it's sort of part of the art of the game and the charm of it is that it is sort of like it's a stray cat. It's like any it's any cat. You know, it's yeah. not a particularly special cat or anything. Right. You know, right. yeah. but you like it, he becomes special. And yeah. also like. So many games have like a customizable character um, that has like a default look. Arthur Morgan, uh, right. any of the Pokemon protagonists these days, like they all have a default box art look, and then you can do whatever you want. It definitely feels like it would have been easy enough to be like calico, yeah. you know, orange, white, tuxedo, you right. know, like yeah, right. black, you know, just whatever. Maybe it was difficult because this game is really like low contrast you know mm. it's like really they really would like like, it's a, bright, like a bright yeah, colored yeah, cat you know i mean nothing against orange cats orange cats i mean orange amazing. cats are my favorite loved, loved this yeah. cat just thought it was like surprising too yeah it, it seems like a simple enough addition but yeah not even a critique can't fall no no no, no, no yeah. not a, just yeah, interesting. Uh, yeah. Be before we get too into any thoughts either way um yeah. let's let's start with our our, our ratings here yeah. i think yep. starting with uh with jack <laughs> Five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew it, I, knew I know it's not surprising, but it is. It does feel momentous. It, it's mm -hmm. my second five out of five for the lads. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, this game is perfect. Like it is so, I know it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. Um, it, it's just like, it's so charming from start to finish. It's so surprisingly emotional. Like I really felt like the story's turns and twists even from the beginning when the cat gets separated from mm -hmm. its friends was so like, <gasps> like I knew it's like, it has to get separated, but it was still felt like surprising somehow. I mean, it just really captures everything. The level of depth they were actually able to accomplish with such a short game that basically has no dialogue really. It's just like characters that like talk at you kind of, you know, and obviously you're a cat. Um, and, I mean, it's just remarkable how much they were able to do narratively. Gameplay-wise, it was just super fun throughout. Like, I always felt like there was a new mechanic to try out. I really thought the exploration, particularly in that first world, um, some of the later stages are a little lighter on the exploration, but the first one, when you can just go crazy and just be jumping all the way up to rooftops and then all the way back down and you can look everywhere and see the whole thing, it just was so exciting. And I was always like, I want to go over there and see what that is. And I thought just the design of it was beautiful. Like, I mean, aesthetically, it's so stunning. And the music is really captivating. Like all of the technical design elements are like right up there and feel like next gen, the way that the controller rumbles with the purring sound effects felt so good. I just, there's, again, it's the same thing with my other five out of five, which was Hades. It's like, I really sat down and tried to think of something to critique and I couldn't, I was just like, Everything this game did worked for me. It was fun, captivating, narratively compelling, had an X factor that made it subjectively special, would play it again. I just like, that's where it lands for me with, with giving out five out of fives. It's just like, I can't think of anything, you know? And I am someone who really tries <laughs> to think of something to critique. So yeah, five out of five lads. Yeah, is my turn right? I think it's you, think right? You doing. wanted to go last, you right? To go yeah, last specifically. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, um, I I also had a really great time <laughs> playing this game. Uh, I thought it was super fun, super enjoyable. I think you know, I think that the length of the game, being as short as it is, was good for the game it is. But I do think creates some sort, for me, some sort of ceiling in the way that you cannot cross into just by the nature of the length of the game mm -hmm. to an extent. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. this is not like a, this is not a, I, I guess I could see this game being longer and I could see this game doing more with it. It chose the shorter route, which I think probably worked for its best favor, but I do think that that puts like a slight ceiling on it for me. Um, I, and I generally thought that the ending didn't work for me. I'm really well. interested to talk about why, because I, I know you prefaced this slightly off. Yeah, but. I did. I didn't, the ending didn't work for me as much. Um, not in a catastrophic, catastrophic <laughs> oh uh, kind of way, water. Uh, <laughs> but in a way that just like sort of like set it up. So all that being said, uh, I'm going to give Astrea four lads out of five, a very, a very high four out of five lads. All right. Uh, yeah, well, I, um, I am, uh, have had difficulties trying to determine where to come down on this game. And, uh, similarly to how you, Robert, described your dilemma with Disco Elysium, the last game that we played, um, I really felt like 
it, like there was this conflict between what my heart said and what like I maybe I guess more like emotionless and, and rational rationally thinking with, with regards to the score and. I don't know. After thinking about it, um, I, I returned to something that one of you have said before, which is that video games, like number one job is to make you feel something. Um, and I cried at the end of this game. Um, not like full blown blubbering tears, misty, but like misty. I had like, you know, tears rolling down my cheeks, which I don't cry easily in general. I don't cry easily at video games. Um, and I was shocked as I'm like sitting there at like eight in the morning <laughs> with my cat on my lap fin with, when they finally opened the, the ceiling. Uh, and obviously uh, we say goodbye to our companion droid. Um, I was genuinely emotionally touched uh, to the point of tears. Uh, and I had a couple other emotional moments like that throughout the game. Uh, B12, B12's um, reveal that he was the scientist. Maybe I'm dumb, but like I totally got caught by that twist. Oh, no, me too. <laughs> I love that that was like incredible. Um, I know what you mean about like shorter games having a ceiling, but like for whatever reason, this one- This game certainly didn't have a ceiling. It didn't seem to like limit it at all for me uh, in, term, in terms of having like a slightly smaller scope. Um, yeah, and I think for what the developers were trying to do, they absolutely nailed it. Uh, and I will go with a five out of five wow. as well. I think it was a delight close. I'm shocked too at like a game being this short as well. Like I would a hundred percent play this again. I think that's like, what honestly the it's interesting because the length of it really was a bonus factor for me because I've really felt like yeah. it just was like exactly how long I wanted to be playing it. You know, yeah. it was like by the time I got to the end, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to be yeah. done with this playthrough at least, you know, but I would totally go back. Yeah. The variety of the game too. I was really <clears throat> happy with the variety of um, like challenges and adversaries and threats and things. Like I, yeah. I think that a lesser game would have had the Zerks just been like a constant, you know, enemy that you were fighting. And I really liked that. Like they were a key part of the story and you had to get through a yeah. level or two with them. But then we moved on to like the, uh, Sentinel droids, and yeah. then there was some stealth stuff, and like it really just kept refreshing itself every hour or so. Mm -hmm. um, well, I mean, yeah. should we jump into? Should we talk about gameplay first, since Love you sort to. of brought it yeah, up? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, to your point, I really, really thought the best design element of this game it kind of dwindles off a little bit once you start moving up the layers of this subterranean city mm -hmm. but in the first area that big the biggest map mm -hmm. in the beginning the slums the slums yes i really loved how it was designed where you get like to explore and you're not in danger of the zerks or anything yeah. and you can just walk around and talk to people mm -hmm. and get a lay of the land and there's like puzzle solving and exploration and you still progress the narrative but you're also it's like a little more loose in terms of what you're doing and then they it branches off into these like much more linear levels mm -hmm. where you're like either running from the Zerks or like doing an obstacle course or solving a very specific puzzle like you do with Doc, you know, where you're like doing the switches and the batteries and everything. Mm -hmm. Like that was so smart to me for, especially for a short game yeah. to just be like, okay, we're just gonna, and then there's um the really good one that I loved was um when you fix the satellite tower. Yes. In the slums. And you have to do that run. You have to do those runs from the Zerks. And then they're like the levels where you can kind of see 
the obstacle course and the Zerks and you can sort of look down and strategize what you're going to do mm -hmm. and then you jump into it and then the Zerks are after it yeah. you have to run and we should say too if, uh, if you haven't played like the Zerks are like basically the only enemy in this game they're just like these little balls of like alien whatever germs yeah. germ things that try to yeah, eat virus. you basically like yeah. the flood from Halo if you yeah, yeah that's a good oh, comparison yeah, yeah absolutely so I thought that was such a genius way to design yeah. this game in, ter in terms of the variation of gameplay I loved how it felt to move around as as the cat. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I think of a game um, like Kana, where I thought that game was super unfun to move around of. I felt like she was her character model. I guess was like very stiff feeling. Sure. It just never felt like natural. Um, I didn't have this complaint, but like uh, you have said with like the Red Dead characters feeling heavy or whatever. Um, it's weird. It's so small, but like the feeling of moving around a map really adds a lot, and it yeah. was so fun to play as the cat and jump around and run yeah. around. I really liked um, that like jumping from platform to platform wasn't really a challenge. Like you didn't have to line up the jump. Um, you just had to like find where you wanted to jump to and press X. And it is a simpler game for it. It's probably a less challenging game for it, but I really enjoyed it because rather than focusing on like platforming, I just got to like have fun moving sleekly around as a cat. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I read a review before we played the game. Um, I think it was the IGN review. Someone was like, and my only critique of this game is that I think it should have just been a jump button. Like, you should not, like, a, you know, point... Uh, what it, It's called contextual jumping, right? Oh, is that what it is? Mm -hmm. I think that's the term when, it, when it's like, you can't just free jump. You have to... It's like um, the old Zelda games do contextual jumping, where it's like uh, when you run up to a ledge and it auto-jumps. Yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. It's like you can only jump when there's a place to jump, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to just I'm going to just jump him wherever I can try to land him. And I was like, I hear what they're saying because it does provide less freedom. Mm -hmm. But I was also like, but I'm a cat. Yeah, I would never fall. I would never miss a jump. You know, it's like that's like a cat. That's like the thing. It like makes sense that I can land perfect jumps every time. Yeah. And, and jump down too, you know, except for the key, the first jump. Yeah. <laughs> you get separated. He but, learns um, his lesson after that. He learns his lesson and he's perfect at jumping. Yeah, but it just really, that like really tracked for me, that design and choice. Rob is someone who's like a platform gamer or certainly likes it like more than I do at the very least. Um, how was moving around for you? Did you enjoy it or did you want more of like a Yeah, challenge? that was something that I would like say for me was a critique as well. I thought like I wish it was more freeform mm -hmm. in the jumping, mostly because like I guess um, I sometimes felt like I was struggling to uh, to move around. I liked mm -hmm. moving like the way that the movement was done and I liked, I didn't mind the simplicity of like the jumping up, but sometimes mm -hmm. I felt like I would accidentally go down the wrong way too, sure. one too many mm -hmm. times um, because it's a little more locked, which I don't mind as much if it's free because I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm controlling the thing. So it felt a little like locked to me. Yeah. Um, and I also felt like, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just, I think it could have been a little bit more freer. It felt like it was like a little bit awkward for me at times sure. to like mm -hmm. move around a little bit. And where a game like is so reliant on like exploration, like I thought it was, I think, I think it could have used just like a little tweak on that for me. Sure. I mean, I, I will say one thing that I think 
is interesting about doing the contextual jumping is that it does allow them aesthetically to create these like very tight city spaces, which really contributes to like the overall atmosphere. Cause like, obviously if it was a free jump, you couldn't do all that, like jumping onto like a small air conditioning unit. It would yeah. be like too impossible to like mm. have the player land it that consistently, you know? Well, I think, I think actually the original Assassin's Creed does a really good job. And I think oh. there's, mm-hmm. I think there's no way to do this perfectly. It's like a challenge of the ages. Yeah. I think actually, I think like some of the Zelda games do a pretty good job because they make it pretty free, but it's just like, you're going to fall if you do this like too long. Like the energy mm-hmm. thing, I think is kind of unique, right. but like, with um, with Stray, sometimes I just felt like because they lock certain options, I was like, this doesn't make sense that I can't jump here. Or how can I jump? Like, it, yeah. was, too, it was too, like, to the point where I was like, oh, I shouldn't be able to make this jump. Or I definitely should be able to make this jump, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I can. Sure. And, and, and so I think just, like, a freedom of it. And I don't think it's, like, needs to be full. Like, I don't think you should be able to fall. But just, like, you know, open a large, like, hitbox or whatever so that if you jump generally in the direction, it'll do the animation of, like, grab menu mm-hmm. on. Like, I don't, yeah. need, I don't need, like, a control all four paws with my you know like, like that VR like with the two controllers and you yeah, have to like, like crawl that, on your that I think floor. would be totally unnecessary I don't mind the simplicity of it but I just did I f- felt similarly how I did with like some of the Horizon da- games in their climbing I just felt oh, like it sure. was awkward sometimes yeah. to move around the city and so that was like a big um, big thing for me. Sure. It's funny because I also thought that it had a, had similarities to Horizon um Forbidden West in particular with their jumping mechanic where mm-hmm. it's like not quite uh, grab anything, but you can grab onto a lot. Um, uh, so I, I definitely like feel, feel you on that comparison. Um, I think that the feature of like holding down the jump button to like chain jump mm-hmm. largely solved a lot of those problems. And again, like goes back to like felt quite satisfying when I would like just hold X and then jump, you know, one, two, three up a platform or whatever yeah. really seamlessly um, well, that worked well for me. I think it worked well when you're like on a ground level and you had to jump onto objects. I think that right. felt really good. Mm-hmm. But when you were going up and down stuff, mm-hmm. like on the side of a building, that's where I felt like the change of being didn't work. Mm-hmm. And the, 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 that kind of thing, like I said, they, like some of the early Assassin's Creed games, you to like vault, basically you hold the sprint button and that allows you to right. do like climbing and stuff. And I think it works really well. It's not, not like a, oh God, it was such a miserable I experience, totally, yeah. but just like, I was just, I just, I just felt it was like a little like clunky at times, but I did like the way that you interacted with the world. I think mm-hmm. that was like fun. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And in terms of like, like gameplay specifically, the only other like big thing that I had was that I felt like some of the stuff was a little repetitive. And I know this is sort of going against mm-hmm. what both of you are saying, but I just like, for instance, I felt that like that first, the slums in Midtown were like aesthetically, they were a little, like they were yeah. very different, but I think like in the way that you navigated them felt like kind of similar to me. Sure. Uh, so that I was like, okay. And then there was like, I think there was like one too many like chase sequences a little bit. Oh, I really like I really like playing them, but yeah. by the last one I was like, okay, I've I've Are you talking about mastered the this. ones where like you're running, running away town yeah. and there's like things coming out. Oh, those were always felt very like action sequency. Yeah, I mean I really liked running from the Zerks and everything and um like in the sewers and everything. Yeah. I just thought it was like super exciting. Yeah. It really just broke up the pace, I, I think really nicely for me, even though I agree that I feel what you're saying that there's like a lot of them. Mm-hmm. It's like whenever I would come back to one of those, I was like ready for that type of action sequence, you know, yeah. as opposed yeah. to, cause I had like had my fill of like 
free range exploration. Yeah, totally. Like I think they work really well yeah. from from all ends. Like I think mechanically I like how they function. I think pacing, they break it up really well. Mm-hmm. I just thought there was like a few too many of them. Sure. And yeah. by the time I got to like the last one, I, like I was like, okay. They were also super easy. Yeah, it's, totally. It's, the it's thing. not a hard game. And, and like, yeah, I, I like I think this is a puzzle game, but like introducing something like that, I don't know. I, I never like struggled with them and I think that if there's going to be so many of them it could have done a sure difficulty increase or something else like I just I don't know like I, it's lame to make a complaint <laughs> without a like a solution but sure. like I just I just thought there's like one yeah. too many of them I really loved that moment um where you are I believe in the sewers under the city um and you know how like throughout the city especially the parts of the city that was more more heavily affected with the virus you had like the you know, goo on the wall yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like had one of many mouth drop moments in this game when I like walked around the corner and I noticed all of a sudden that there were eyeballs. Yeah, yeah the eyeballs were like crazy. And that I was love, a horror game. <laughs> I feel like the more obvious like way of introducing that would be like a cut scene where you walk into a room and all of a sudden an eyeball appears. Yeah, I really love that they just like mid level. Don't even announce it. It's just all of a sudden there are eyes on you. And you yeah. realize that you're closer to the source of this thing. Yeah. And then it's a little more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it can think. And there's a little more. Yeah, there's like some sentience going sentience, on. Sentience, yeah. There's a little more, it's a little more of a threat. Well, good horror games, I mean, and not Stray is not a horror game, but obviously that sequence borrows from horror, I think, and like other horror games. Like Resident Evil biohazard has this really amazing sequence that i'm obsessed with um which i think you quit right before this <laughs> and i literally was like because you were like i'm i'm having such a hard time and i was like and i was like don't go farther but there was the, there's this sequence where you're walking basically long story short there's like this room that you've been trying to get to for like a long time in the game and it's like you finally have the key and you finally have all the stuff that you need to get there and you have to walk through this section of long hallways in the house and rather than put stuff like this in it i mean resident evil doesn't really have that many cutscenes and stuff mm-hmm. but um rather than do a cutscene, there's just little things that happen as you get closer and closer to the room that really fill you with this sense of dread and obviously when you get to the room there's like a very climactic scare yeah but it's like magical moment of walking towards the room and you open one door into this long corridor and you hear a piano playing and you're like, huh? That wasn't here the last time I was here. And you can literally, with the headphones too, you can like source it, you know, like uh, what direction it's coming from. And when you, it keeps playing. And then when you find the room and you see the piano, it goes and like presses all the keys and stops. Mm-hmm. And it's totally time to like your, how close you are to it and like where you are. But it's, and because I'm walking to it, you're playing it. and you're playing it, yeah. like you're saying with the eyes and you notice it as you move. And like, I think the eyes follow you and they open so, as you yeah. get closer, they right? Blink, and, yeah. and they blink. It's like so much more compelling yeah. and creepy than yeah. if it was just like a cutscene. We're like, ah, it's a big eye. You know? Well, I think it really helps that this game has a protagonist that can't talk. Yeah. Like, I think that <laughs> blank slate protagonist, I've, it's my thing right now is I really like, I just love a video game protagonist that is nothing. I, yeah, I think it yeah, like little outsider was everything. He's really, perfect, but he's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> really like uh, made some of that stuff work really well. And even the fact that none of the the characters had 
uh, voice, but it was not like a speaking voice. It was all mm-hmm. translated. It was through, really smart like, choice taxes. to have this be a text based. Yeah, game. the design was really good. It, it all made it all made a lot of sense, mm-hmm. uh, and I really, really, really enjoyed yeah, I, that element. I thought that this game like struck such a nice balance in storytelling uh, and like world building. Um, in terms of like. You know, to compare it to the last game that we reviewed and, and played Disco Elysium, in which that world is like so fleshed out, you couldn't possibly know everything about it in five playthroughs. Um, but there's also games where I think of maybe like Pikmin, um, mm. where Pikmin 3 also feels like you're kind of set in this like, not post-apocalyptic, but this future world where something happened and like humans are gone, but there's evidence that they used to exist. Right. Uh, but there's not a lot of storytelling as yeah. to how that happened. This game was like, again, perfect for the time that it takes to beat. Tells you like a good amount of information about yeah. what happened. So it's not just super vague, but it also isn't overwhelming. Yeah. It's um, not overly concerned with the details, yeah. you know? It's not like, I really hate um, like bad faith criticisms of things where they're like, well, like they didn't like spell it out, you know? Mm. And it's like, it doesn't need to spell it out. Like yeah. it's easy enough to follow. It's like, there was clearly some sort of virus that got rid of humanity. Mm-hmm. They even talk about the robots were caretakers who were like, they're like yeah. programmed to help humans. And now they've started emulating humans now that they're gone. It's my favorite. Perfect. That's all I need to that know. That is my like favorite part about this world is the idea that the robots like missed humans in some way and yeah. started emulating them. Um, and their behaviors and like yeah. wearing clothes and things like that. Like yeah. that was so fun and like cute. I don't know why that's the word that's coming to my mind. No, it's very, totally. like, no this endearing. whole cute game. endearing is really good. Like every character in this game, including the cat is like just so endearing, you know, mm-hmm. you really, which I really like. I mean, I, I, it's, I think video games in general, they, you know, by virtue of like a lot of video games have like a final boss, you know, there's like an antagonist that's driving the action. There's like a lot of emphasis on like, big evil bad guy and like darkness and like you got to stop this and even though there is like an undercurrent of darkness running through this game Mm -hmm. i do feel that they really strived in a great way to keep the game feeling very light for the Mm -hmm. most part you know it was like lots of really funny humor Mm -hmm. um and again to your point like very endearing the whole time like you never feel like other than this sort of anthro not anthropomorphic um the word like just sort of body like you know ethereal virus that's like sort of just around yeah you know there's no super specific antagonist except for like at, towards the end of the story but there's like a brief moment but it's, there's no villain really. there's no big yeah. bad right yeah. you know which i really thought was amazing that there were no like there's no in the in terms of going back to gameplay more specifically too i love that there's no bosses yeah yeah i was thought that was, it was it was great i feel like this is a game that would have really suffered under having like being like i'm glad i never saw a health bar i think the same thing. yeah like i'm yeah. so glad i never saw a health I, bar. I thought for a quick second when you go into that room with the big eye i, I thought yeah. for a quick second i'm like oh i'm gonna see cat and then and i was like, mad i was mad at that prospect and i was glad that that wasn't the case yeah i think i would have liked a boss or god damn it <laughs> in lieu of some of those here chase, we go again in lieu of some of those chase scenes now that you met, i didn't thought about that but, I'm like, but that what would the cool. combat mechanic be like you know there's not really combat in this game other than right the, i don't know the it would have like, like yeah, pushing a 
a paint can on its head or something <laughs> like that. More more of like, not like a you're of any threat. Like, I mean, there there was no health bar. You got shot once by anything or bitten once yeah. for the most part and you're gone. Yeah. And I liked that. Like, I think there was many times I died that I felt yeah. like it was, you were sort of like meant to. I just think, I think it could have been something like that. But not, not I only thought of this right now, but like, yeah. I think that would have been cool. Um, I, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I really like the design of the robots in the way that they felt kind of like, like clumsy a little, yeah. like in the way that they moved. Like it was, it was a sort of a uh, fresh take on like the, you know, sort of like rigid robot servant. Yeah. And in this kind of like, I like when they like stumbled and fumbled around and things like that. And they had such, such great personality. Yeah, everybody felt really distinct. I mean, to your point about them wearing clothes, I thought that was such a smart um, idea just because seeing the clothes that they picked for themselves was so, it really just told you so much about what you needed to know about this particular character, you know? Yeah. And they, yeah, they just really all had such distinct personalities for being like having no voice acting, all relatively looking similar other than the clothes. Yeah. And it's amazing how many characters I can, I mean, I think we talked about this super briefly, like Doc, you know, mm -hmm. and how they use the wires in his head to look like frazzled, frazzled hair, mad yeah. scientist hair, like mm -hmm. was so smart. Um, well, yeah. The, the, the Doc from. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like future, back to the yeah. future, but it kind of, it's like mad scientist, you yeah. know, vibes in general, but yeah, it's so, so cute and oh, so genius. Cool. I'm spacing on his name. Cause I would think it was, um, somewhat complex, but the, the one of the four outsiders that you have to find in the like tree village. Who's, like, oh, who's plugged, plugged into, into the, the mainframe. Yeah. That was awesome. Love so that. So cool looking. Um, I really liked in the, uh, I guess it was like the entire world was in that little ditch that you spend your time in or that little like, you know, subterranean area. But I loved how, like, if you look up in the sky, what initially looks like stars mm -hmm. are lights and they're perfectly like lined up in circles. Yeah. It was so cool because it's like, oh, clearly that's like the sky, but it's eerie because they're all perfectly in a circle. Yeah. And, like it's obviously not I think just they make a comment about that at some point in the game. Yeah. They say, like, go, oh, they used to be, you know, stars. Or yeah. yeah. Really liked that. Um, just the, the atmosphere in general was, was the steady awesome. flow of information as you play through the game that you're like just getting these hints of this story in this world where it's like, yeah, yeah there used to be stars, but now it's just a ceiling and mm -hmm. oh, there's the slums and the and midtown. And then, yeah. you know, there's it's just like the it's like a perfect pace of information. Mm -hmm. And at the end, when you sort of it all like crystallizes perfectly, mm -hmm. it just it, I just it's amazing. Like, I, I think it might come from the fact that maybe this is like partially, I don't know if it's co-developed by Annapurna, but like just in general, it's like they really took time to like tell the story in a very, I hate to say cinematic because that I, I feel like video games storytelling is its own art form, but it just really feels like really thoughtfully told, you know, the whole way through and like designed from the ground up, like in the way that you would like write a screenplay or something yeah. with a similar plot, you know, it's, yeah. Oh God, yeah, it's so good. I mean, do we have anything else to say about gameplay, or should we move on to like design? Or the only other the only other thing I'll say is that I feel like one other thing I ran into was that in like particularly in Midtown, or actually really everywhere that was like a little more more explored 
story versus like a more linear. Yeah. There was a couple like chapters yeah. that were more like linearly driven. Um, I felt like a bunch of times I would, it felt like I was being discouraged from exploring because I would go out and I would explore and I would find stuff and it would be like, you're not supposed to like have this item or it may come in like handy, like a little bit later. Mm. So that mm. when I would go to like, uh, through the main story, I would like talk to someone. It's like, oh, I need you to go get me a sweater. And it's like, oh, this, I have the sweater right here. Yeah. And that happened like a handful of times that I felt like was like, I was like, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Right. I wish I like followed the flow a little bit better. And I really, I totally realized that that's like a very personal like experience. No, but I know what you me. mean. But I that know. happened, that happened a, a handful of times for me. And so I was like, Oh, I, I, did I, was I not supposed to explore as much? Mm. Cause like, as soon as I got into all the big maps, I would not do anything. I would like run mm. around and like explore. And it's, I was like, ah, maybe I just like played it wrong. I, I had that happen as well. I, I had the, the sweater for, we got from grandma robot. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and I also knocked the paint can off the, yeah. the roof mm -hmm. to open up the laundry matter. Right yeah. Whatever it is. Um, it never, never bothered me. In fact, I almost found like it um, kind of, satisfying to be like, oh, you're who wants this poncho. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I know what you mean, though. It feels like you kind of did the puzzle backwards, but yeah. it did never take away from my experience. It did. But. That did happen to me, too, particularly in Midtown. I um, basically found all of the clothes that you needed for the uh, the, the worker. Oh, um, the worker. I had the jacket. Too. I basically had all of them but one because I just thought it was bonus content. <laughs> so I was going around finding all the clothes because I was like, oh, this is so cool. It's like every store kind of has like a little puzzle that has to do with this. Yeah. Well, like just the outfit. jacket and the hat, right? Is there just, one more? I thought there was a third one. Oh, just maybe just, that. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff. Like there's a different things to like do in there, but like in terms of like else, but. there's there's um, a couple badges in there as well potentially. Mm, maybe I thought the badges were part of it or something, but oh, maybe. I was just like doing it all, and I actually uh, personally I really like when that happens. I'm like, a little bit ahead of the game just because it makes it really satisfying to make the mental connection by yourself without the game having to tell you what yeah. to do. You know, sometimes I get frustrated in puzzle heavy games where a puzzle is assigned to me and I'm stuck and I'm like, oh no, like I don't want to have to look it up, but yeah. now I'm stuck and now I don't know what to do and I can't progress the game. And it was fun that it was sort of like, at least with the jacket and the hat, you know, it was like, I had already done it. I think maybe I just did one of them and then I only had to do the other one, mm -hmm. but it was like fun that I was like, oh, so I'm looking for another store that has a puzzle like this with a hard hat yeah. in it or whatever. So I like it made it feel a lot more like seamless to me. Like the puzzles mm -hmm. are like perfectly integrated with the world without it feeling like, okay, now I'm like stuck on this puzzle, you know, and it kept me the game moving for me. But I know what you're saying and that it, it breaks up the immersion a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think actually the the jacket, the worker outfit is like a really good example because the jacket you can get as soon as you get into Midtown, yeah. but the hat is only triggered after you first go into the apartment. Right. Because then that brings the guy in that the like delivery back guy, room yeah. who's like yeah. sleeping or whatever, which that it's it's brilliant the construction of that like the, yeah like all that was so fun and like I, I had a really good time and I fortunately I never really had to like look anything up mm -hmm. I had to look up some of the badges or whatever the badges <laughs> was the only thing well yeah. did you guys use the in-game hints because I actually used that for this one and I really liked it oh like the PlayStation 5 they, oh, yeah they said I've used those before not in this game I really liked that they were um you can kind of parse it out in whatever way you want where it's like 
okay, I just kind of need a general hint. Yeah. And then if you click through it, it'll eventually show you the whole solution, you know, yeah. so you could be like, oh, cool. You can kind of like, I just need to know where this badge is. And yeah. then they're like, okay, go to this room. And Got it's it. like, okay, great. Oh, that's cool. You know, yeah. it's like a really nicely done. But anyway, sorry, I, I cut you off. No, right I was just saying like, I got the jacket and I couldn't get the hat. And then right. once I saw that, I was like, oh, you need to get the hat. I was like, oh, that's like a, um, uh, that, that to me is like a, a perfect example of being like, oh, like it feels like it's, I felt like it was too easy for me to push yeah. ahead. And it, for me, because it happened a handful of times, I was just like, oh, this just feels like I mm. was punished for, sure. not punished, but you know what I yeah. mean. I feel you, it breaks up the, it's like, oh, I did this the wrong order. Yeah. The wrong way. Uh, I'll take a, a moment similar to what we did in Disco to say that I really, really enjoyed this game. Yeah. I played it a few times. I had mm, a- I think you hate this game. <laughs> so I, I think you're a dog I, I got I got a platinum yeah, on this. I was, like, I was excited to play this and I had a really good time. Yeah. So I'm critiquing it from a place of just like, here's why it's not quite at like, sure. Yeah. sure. I mean, listen, a four out of five is still. Yeah, it's still, still super solid. Um, I'm surprised, actually. I really thought you were going to give it a 4.5, especially given how much you've replayed it since. Uh, I, I was between a 4.5 and a four. Were you between a 4.5 and a five? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I kept to just for that quickly, like I kept thinking like, oh, no, but this game is too small for a five. But yeah. then I realized like. Um, actually to, I know I've done this a lot, but like to use your language with, I think how you describe Metroid, like for what this game attempted to be full marks, like yeah. it, it killed it. I mean, it's interesting because Hades is definitely more of a mid range game. And if you do all the extended content, it's like a full length game, Yeah, but it's interesting. To, that game still feels smaller in scope just because it's like, you know, it's not open world or whatever, you yeah. know, it's like a linear progression of sorts. And it's interesting to me that with this and Stray, it's like, it's almost, I think weirdly, the shorter a game is, the easier it makes for the bar for me mm -hmm. to be cleared as a five out of five, mm -hmm. because it's like, I think it's kind of what our conversation was not in the podcast, obviously, but about Ghost, mm -hmm. where it's like the director's cut, it's like almost too much. It's it's that like quantity over quality mm. where I'm like, I'm almost would rather the game be like five hours of like perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect as opposed to like 70 hours of like, yeah, there's a lot of great stuff and there's some perfect stuff, but there's a lot of bad stuff and like I, a lot of mid-range stuff. That's you know? funny, cause like I, I definitely am the opposite. I think the shorter the game is, the harder it is for me to give a five. So I think of a game like Kirby is a good example yeah. cause that game is also delightful and also uh, longer than uh, Stray, but still kind of would classify as like a, a shorter game. Yeah. Um, and that one, like they, they didn't have enough time to become a five. And so I think that just is a testament to straight for me is like, yeah. even within four hours, I gasped, I had fun. Yeah. I went, oh, I cried. Like I, I just it think just it's like everything. perfectly paced. Like every, I just feel like I'm in the each level for the exact right amount of time. Yeah. And there's always something new being introduced by the time I feel myself completed right. with w this map. Now moving to the next map, you know? Well, I I mean, I I thought too, the, the cherry on top of all of it was like, I would have had fun running around and scratching couches as a cat, <laughs> like on its own. And I thought like what boosted it to that five out of five level for me, the X factor is that the story hit home for me. Yeah. Um, it wasn't necessarily like brand new, never thought of this type of world before, mm -hmm. but I, it's I'm, I'm pretty of, unique. I'm kind of a sucker too for the like the humans fuck the world up and now here we yeah. are. I mean Kirby and Horizon both have that vibe. Yeah. Um and I thought that this one landed perfectly for me, but Robert, you were saying 
Well, before we so quickly much. get it, before we get into story, I just want to say one more thing about gameplay yeah. and everything. I think you sort of just touched on it really briefly, but I think one of the things that really contributes to like the X factor, like five out of five thing is I, this has like been all the marketing and everything. It's like press circle to meow, mm-hmm. like little touches like that, that just, it's like, this says nothing. But when you go up to every NPC and you meow and they have different reactions, like yeah. you meow at some of them and they send a heart over their screen and then you meow at some and they like, mm, like frown and then the scratching on the couches and the rugs. Yeah. And, and I was expecting it to have like a mechanical mm-hmm. infant uh, use at some point. Yeah. But it really is like, nope, just, you could just scratch this rug. You I, know? I really tried and Maybe that was also one of the reasons why I was debating between 4.5 and 5 is like, it's so easy. This game is already going to get me to be like, this is so cute. I love this because it's a cat. Yeah. And so in my mind, I was really trying to push myself to be like, don't just like give it a five because the cat's cute. <laughs> and I haven't stopped anybody else on the internet. I'm sure, but like for, for myself, I was like really yeah. trying to be honest with myself. Like, do I think this is a five or... Is, is the cat cute? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ultimately do think it rises above just being a cute cat. Totally. Yeah. It earns its dramatics. I, I, I yeah, think absolutely. I never, I never felt like any of the more like sorrowful moments were like forced or out of tone. Like yeah. it all, because I mean, even though the cat's cute, the world is quite dark and scary. And it, yeah, like, it's, I think it's. Like, but then the caretakers are also really cute and endearing, yeah, totally. you know. So yeah. there's like a lot of good like levels in that in terms of the. I'll, I'll clarify that like I don't think it's impossible for like a four or five hour mm-hmm. game to be like a five lap game. I just for me. I, I I think it's harder for a, a shorter game to be um, to be five because mm-hmm. if it's short, it better nail every second. Yes, in exactly. my head. And so for me, there being like some like repetition for me, like that personally yeah. felt a little, and the ending, which we'll talk about soon, that it didn't really hit. That's really what what mm-hmm. gave it. But sure. but if this game was like. 30 hours long and these particular moments like happened and there was more stuff that might change the rating. Yeah. It's just, it's just yeah. you're, you're talking about like percentages of, of <laughs> what's going but on. But see that, that's so interesting to me because it's like, so at least speaking to one, not obviously not all of your notes, but like yeah. the one note about repetition. If the game was 30 hours and one of my notes was repetition, I'd be like, well, yeah, see this game is only 10 hours and you know, you start cutting, you know, I'm mm-hmm. like, they should have taken this out. They should have taken this out. They don't need all this extra content. It's like I tend to be more judgmental about stuff that feels the need to like more, 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 more. Yeah. When it's like this game doesn't need any more. Well, it's like this perfect crescendo all by itself. And I, I think I also really appreciate the like artistic restraint that takes because yeah. I do think in like a post like Elden Ring, Breath of the Wild, all these oh, Red Dead Redemption 2, like these open worlds that are so massive. I think there's just like this pressure to always have like more bonus content, more this, more that. You know, it's like the um, the Bart Simpson yeah. more, you know, it's yeah. like putting the crowns on or whatever. But it's just like, to what end? Like, if it doesn't serve anything, you know? I, I, I think that, like, uh, if this was all that the game had to offer, mm-hmm. which I think was great, then I don't think it should be longer. I just feel like it potentially had more to offer. Sure. And so that's how I like sort of would want it to be longer. But I think it would have fixed the game if you cut out one of the chapters. I think I think I would have been like if Oh, which if, chapter if, would you have cut out? Uh, I, I just Oh, think, just like, not particular. Yeah, just, not, yeah. not in particular. I thought um like I thought Midtown and um the slums were a little too similar to me. Not in ter- again, not in terms of aesthetic, but just in terms of like the way that you sort of like sure. explore those mm-hmm. particular worlds. And I also thought that the um 
what's the like tree? Oh God, what's it planting the? What's uh, it called? Transmitter. Get, get the no no no. You get you're getting the oh, the flowers tree. where you meet oh, the guy yeah. with the computer thing. It's uh, really short though. It's really short, but I thought it was like almost like too short kind of like mm. i don't know it just felt a little like oh i really liked that it was like this sort of small transition yeah i, I like you that know? it was yeah it was another one of those like safe areas where you could explore did you fuck up the mahjong game yes yeah. perfect did you do did you do all the flowers yeah. no i got one of the flowers mm. and i got that on my own i was like yeah. Ooh, this is gonna be what's helpful. the reward is that just the badge again you get like a flower you get badge. a flower yeah, from yeah. The person yeah. The i really I, liked that puzzle. did you go did you did either of you get all the, the badges so I, I got five out of six because i think i told you this i fucked up the prison one. Oh yeah i but i basically i'm gonna go ahead and give myself the sixth badge <laughs> because it was i was right there i just didn't realize that I had passed a point of no return accidentally. Yeah. Mm. So, you, uh, but yeah, I did all the other badges. They're very, very lackluster uh, reward. Do you know what the reward for the all badges are? No. Is it catnip? No, you get, <laughs> that would have been if, funny. You, if you get, cause you get all the badges, um, the last, ba I don't know if it's, um, when you get the last badge in um, the last world, while while you're in the fi the final like stage like that area oh the like upper where it's like clean after you do yeah, the subway the, the, what's, what's yeah. the name of it or whatever Space I'm trying to you find you get the it there and the reward is you get this um you get your your suit changes into like an iridescent kind of like silver oh, glowy wow. thing it's so cool but then it's gone like immediately sure uh, but but um I I guess yeah like ant village. And village, yeah. I thought it was like a really cool design, but I was like, it, I don't know. I just like felt like I would. I wish it was either like shorter or longer. But again, not like oh god, this game is such a slog, so boring yeah. or whatever. Like it was just, it was just like a like a small like note. You know what's mm -hmm. interesting, and this maybe will pivot more into narrative inadvertently, but yeah, I think what I really appreciated tonally about this the length of Ant Village and like how small it was and the and the way that the levels progressed together is that the slums seems really overwhelming at first mm -hmm. right you're like oh my god this is so big there's so many npcs there's so many little side quests there's so many rooms and places to explore and then by the end of it like before i left to go to ant village they were like there's like that warning guy who's like you're not gonna come back you know yeah. i like did all the guitar music sheets yeah. which also x factor bangers yeah those cool. uh, i mean everyone Oh my God, so good, the little guitar guy with, and giving him the music and getting to sleep next to him as he plays. Mm -hmm. um, going to Ant Village, knowing that you're going there on the way to Midtown, right? Because like the goal is like, yeah. if you're gonna solve this problem and get outside, you're gonna have to go to Midtown, which is like the big, bad city, scary, you know, whatever. Yeah. Ant Village thematically, and again, I think this is giving it not a lot of credit. I mean, I think it earned it for me, but it is like me projecting my own <laughs> thing onto the story of this game. But it almost is like, it's so peaceful there and there's no Zerks and it's so lovely. And there is a tree. It's like kind of like the outside. It's mm -hmm. like, you could stay here. Mm -hmm. You've mm -hmm. already come this far. Mm -hmm. You know, you could probably be really, really happy here. You know, mm -hmm. you could get people from the slums here if you wanted to, you know. Yeah. But it's like, no, you have to go all the way and see yeah. this through the end. And so then you go to Midtown and Midtown is like the scary juiced up version of the slums. And when you get to Midtown, you're like, oh, I like craving the safety of the slums again. Because mm -hmm. there's like all the lights and there's even more NPCs and it's yeah. like even more dense. 
And so I, I really liked the way that the progression of the levels worked with the sort of tone shifts of the story yeah. mm-hmm. for me. And again, I acknowledge that this is me like really meeting it 75% of the way there <laughs> yeah, sure. to be like, good story. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I just, I don't know. It really, it really worked for me. Yeah. I was really thinking about that the whole time with Ant Village. I was like, could I think, stay. I think it was like a, t- a tasteful way of kind of... Um, giving you a bit of an open world vibe with the slum, but it's not an open world game. And I felt like by the time I was done with the slum, I liked that each place that I went to afterward was progressively smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, although you might get to Ant Village before Midtown, but both of those are smaller than the slums. Yeah. And Midtown thought, feels bigger to me. It like had this like, bigger Midtown vibe. Midtown is, is, is probably as big as the slums. You think it's as big? Yeah, in it's terms not of like, because ex- you can explore more inside. It's maybe. not as oh, vertical. Man. Midtown, it's yeah. like the slums, you know, you can jump all the way up to the roofs yeah, and can. then come down. But Midtown, it's like a little more flat. Midtown has the apartments and it also, yeah. I mean, I guess technically the factory is like not part of Midtown. Right. Like it's, it, that's, more, pers- that's more like a level, you know. Yeah. My like, perception of it was that it was a little more focused. And I thought that was fun as like, okay, like when I was in the slums, I was just a, um, uh, a young cat, didn't know what I was doing. And now I've got my mission and I'm a little more focused, so yeah. I'm not kind of sleeping on the laps of randos and, right. and stuff like that, although I did do that. Um, of course, you're not a monster. Yeah, of course. Um, anyway, I, I, I agree with you. I thought like the exploration was, uh, and the, the levels were like very well designed and felt like appropriately sized for the most part. But I I'll, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was, I was going to say, I'm dying to know... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the end. How? What well, part yeah, let's yeah, talk story. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think like it's pretty easy to agree that the story is like very sweet. I think it hits all the right beats. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have many notes before the end. I think it's like it progresses mm-hmm. super well. Yeah, the ending just like I felt like the ending missed for me for like two reasons. I think. But mostly it's that I didn't feel like it was going to end. I feel like the jail is basically the last thing you do mm-hmm. before the end of the game. Mm-hmm. In that last space, there's nothing to do. Right. Mm-hmm. You're basically just, you know, the only thing you're doing is like tearing up these wires. Yeah. So I feel like the jail was a really bad penultimate. Like when I finished the jail, yeah. I was like, okay, time to go to the next world. Or like the next like level there, and I was like, oh no, that was it. Mm-hmm. And so that to me felt like a bad like last level for me. Mm-hmm. And so oh, God, I so disagree. <laughs> I, I think I think that just like didn't. I I just felt like that was like a weird way mm-hmm. to end. Was like a, a an unfamiliar place that's kind of like dark versus like a, a sure. like an exploration mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I don't know. I just felt like the ending was missing a slight conclusion. Like it just, it felt like everything was so special and had such like a sweet moment. I was waiting for like one more, like one more little like reveal or one more little like thing to like happen. And it felt like it was almost like too neatly like wrapped up there. And like, I really liked the moment where B12 sort of like sacrifices and like that the moment when you fall asleep with B12 was like very, very sweet. And I also like, there's some people that are like, oh, B12 like doesn't get out or whatever. And I'm like, I think he does, right? Because yeah. you can hear the little spark. You see the little spark at the end, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, he's it's like, like, it's like yeah. see, that's what's interesting to me is that that feels like the sort of ambiguous 
I totally unmeet yeah. like to your point about what you're saying. Like I was waiting for that one little thing. I was like, that's like <laughs> the video game equivalent of like the top in Inception. Yes. <laughs> you know yeah. where it's like, oh, oh, like yeah. you know, you don't quite. I mean, because it, it's like there's this really great um, Stephen Sondheim quote that I love, which is that he's like, art that is perfectly clear is kitsch. Mm-hmm. all great art must have some level of ambiguity mm-hmm. and that's not to say that everything has to end with like a cliffhanger like yeah. of that level but I love that it's like yep that could just have been like a weird technical glitch and a spark or it could have been like maybe that was the, like the spirit of B12 you yeah. know like still yeah. alive somehow yeah. in the wiring you know and I, that it, it's interesting that your point about it is that you felt that it was too neat because that and the fact that he doesn't reunite the cat doesn't reunite with his family yeah. oh I hated that so oh much. I liked it because <laughs> I felt that it was like it was almost to me like the teeny teeny tiny bit of like uh, like a hero's journey for the cat where it's like maybe he's like the world is too big for him now to just like go back to his family and just sleep the day away it's like he's seen so much and explored so much and now it's time for him to explore the outside world you know and who knows maybe he does just go back to his family and that's also fine but I like that we didn't it's just interesting that your note is about it being too neat when I feel Mm -hmm. like the neat ending would have been him just going back to his family and that's it I, I no. definitely like imagined uh, that my cat uh, went <laughs> back and saw his friends you know, or his family. Um, but I thought like to your point about like, oh, I want one last thing or, or beat to just finish everything off. I thought the cutscene of the light hitting the city and, and seeing oh. all the droids come out, like look up. It, that all was of them, magic. All of them said it's fantasy. It doesn't exist. And just seeing the light hit, um, even in like I was less fixated with this, but like the Zerks were killed by the light yeah. too. That felt like they've, this is a new chapter for them. They see mm-hmm. the light. They're all going to be believers for sure. They're going to want to go up there and explore. I mean, if they've gone so far as to emulate yeah. humans, they're going to have that same drive of exploration. Um, and with the Zerks being killed as a result of the light, uh, that will give them more ability to move. Um, I, I mean, God, I, I kind of almost felt like it was a, I didn't have a moment to like calm down from B12's death. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's what got me is like, I won't cry with one thing, but if you can just fucking like hit me again real yeah, quick. Like, kick him I, while he's down. Yeah, yeah, like, and the, the B12 thing was already bad enough, but that light coming through, I don't know, something about that was just so special. I thought this game had so many, in terms of narrative, so many like magic moments like that, mm-hmm. where um, it's also, sorry, I realized like we didn't really do like any sort of synopsis of the story or anything. <laughs> Look it up if you want. Basically, Cat robots, germs. Long story short, it's like, yeah, the end, you're in this underground city. The end of the game is that the cat frees everyone from this underground city where they're sort of trapped, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what we're sort of talking about. And going, the, the ceiling opening where you can see it through the windows of the control room, I thought was unbelievable. So cool. Yeah. The coming into the control room outside of the prison. I I think I've talked about this before too. I really like in a video game when the ending feels like you're running downhill. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like a gauntlet that I have to overcome. And so contrary to your point about the prison, while I did feel that the prison was not the last level and I knew there was going to be one more thing to do, which was the control room. Excuse me. I was glad that that level was not particularly taxing. It's more just like, 
whoa, you get off the subway train and it's like, this part is untouched by decay. And it's like the caretakers are still in their caretaker state. They're not emulating humans. They're just like sweeping and being like the train runs on like Sundays and Thursdays, you know? And I thought that was so compelling. And then just obviously opening the ceiling that goes into that cut scene that you're talking about, Mm -hmm. Jimmy, is just magic, magic, magic. My ultimate favorite narrative moment in this game is when you first see the first caretaker and you mm-hmm. jump down and then it goes and it does the uh, aspect ratio change where it mm-hmm. kind of looks like a, it's a cutscene, but you're still playing and it looks at you and like runs and hits that emergency light. I yeah. was like, what? Like, why are they afraid of me? You know, and then running through and seeing all of them slamming the doors yeah. and yeah, going up really to the cool. war. And before that to the, um, the B12 with the help with the mm-hmm. lights illuminating to mm-hmm. spell help. I mean, that is just talking about like, again, walking through levels and stuff is happening cued off of your interaction with the game yeah. is just that is like the secret sauce for me it gets me it works every time for me it's so it's just it, that is what it feels like a video game can do that a movie and a tv show can't you know mm-hmm. like you can't capture that same emotion of i'm causing this to light up but it's like also cinematic in this yeah. weird way i mean yeah just so many top tier moments like that throughout this whole game. I don't I don't mind how sort of lackluster is the wrong word, but how like simple the last level was mm-hmm. in the control room. I don't mind that. I, th- I don't think that sh- I totally agree with you. I don't think that should be like the hardest thing or some right. big boss or whatever. I just thought that the jail felt like a weird climax. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that. I, I liked the <laughs> level, but it just felt like it was like, oh, like the it just didn't feel like the I didn't feel like, ah, oh, I finally did it. Time to go to the sure. control room. It felt like, okay, what's the next thing? Sure. Mm. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I felt like there's, it, 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 I, going into the control room should have been like, okay, I've, 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 I've done it. I've secured the thing. Time to go press the final buttons. I was sort of like, yeah. what's going to happen? Like, what else do I need to do? It just yeah. felt, it just felt like a little odd in like that sense. For me. I, I did like, um, I, I guess I liked how, you know, it wasn't a game that had bosses as we've discussed. Yeah. And so I think at that point for like the story that it had, it had set up to, and I'm, I don't want to like put words in your mouth. So I don't know like what you would imagine, but like to have like, oh, and like, you know, a bad robot come out from the shadows clapping like, ah, you made it. You know, like, or I was even like, <laughs> Like, yeah, like it was my plan all right. along. Like that you stupid kind of, cat, you know. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah, that B twelve, like um, you know, Power Rangers, like yeah. like arms and a body, and he's like, I was tricking you the whole time right. to release my like biotoxin into mm. the atmosphere. That would have been weird. I also think that like I was kind of in anticipating um seeing a human at some point, and I'm glad that it subverted yeah. my expectations yeah. with that. I guess that was well, like B12 it wasn't takes like a, that role, right? Because right. like he is technically a human, but he's like in a robot shell. Yeah. But I kind of like that it that it didn't have that. And I felt like it would have been out of place to have such a you know dramatic moment. I thought that the opening of the roof to me was all the drama I needed and all the emotion I needed for that last sequence. Um I just think for a game that was like generally pretty easy, which I'm fine with, Mm -hmm. I would have liked one final like, 
I don't know, like challenge. Like it just, and, that, and that's, sure. that's really what it is. The jail felt like yeah. it came so quickly. Like it was a surprise, right? Like you get, you get captured, you get swindled or whatever. And then you're in jail and then you're like, okay, I got to get out of jail. So I continue yeah. on with the story. And then you, then you just, you get to, you're at the end. Yeah. I, I so think that's, that's, so that's what it is. I mean, I think in fairness for everybody here at the table, I feel like that is like, luckily it's like pure subjectivity right it's like yeah. you just prefer like a little bit more of like that last challenge mm-hmm. whereas I, I don't want to speak for you jimmy but it's like yeah for me i really love when a final level is like easy because i, I don't yeah. want to be broken up with the immersion of the story by like dying i guess i less you know? of like that i wish the the last level was harder and more that i wish the penultimate level had more stakes mm-hmm. like it felt like i didn't i felt like i didn't there weren't too many stakes in the jail or well, but just trying to save B12, you know, B12 with that, that moment was like really sweet yeah. for sure. It just, like, but, right. and now you, but you, you know, already you can saved, get the, you had already saved B12 at that point a couple of times already. If I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, at least once. Have where, you? Yeah. There you was, picked him up after he short circuited at the giant eye room. Yeah. There was oh, just yeah. like, so I don't oh, that, know. That was a great chase sequence when you had him in your mouth. Yeah. Oh, I cool. love yeah. that. That was yeah. so, I mean, the, one of the things thematically that I really loved about this game, and this is a here I go, I'm gonna get sappy. Like, I, I mean, all three of us have cats. Mm. You know, um, Chitara played alongside me a lot through this game. She sat next to me, and it's really just thinking about how I was like, people give cats like such a bad rap. Yeah. They're always like, cats are like really unfeeling and like really cold. And I really like that this game kind of spoke to what I feel like most cat owners know, which is like, that's not the truth, Ellen. Yeah. And it's like, you know, cats love us back. And like, I love that so much of this game is the cat saving its human yeah. in the form of B12, you know? And the last moment where um, the cat is sleeping next to the like shell of B12 was just like, yeah. I mean, I was like so. I'm like getting misty. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's very. Don't yeah. cry on my. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just really. It, I just thought. I don't know. I mean, I just really feel like it's just interesting. I hear what you're saying about how the prison is not like the best level in the game, you know, and like you kind of want the last level to feel mm-hmm. like subjectively yeah, special. That, but that, that is like for the purpose of the conversation. That is the last level, and the yeah. the, the the control room is not epilogue, but it's like I know it's finishing. It's like not really a level, you know, in the same yeah, way. And I'm and fine with that. Yeah. I just think that the jail. Sorry, continue. I just no, no, no. That's I. I hear level. what you're saying. It's like. I guess my comparison, I know I've made this reference again on this podcast, but the second phase of the Breath of the Wild boss battle mm-hmm. where you're with the Ganon, where you're like on horseback and you're shooting mm-hmm. arrows, like it's not hard, but it's so, you're so in the drama of the story that I would hate to have it broken up by being overly difficult, you know? Right, but the jail is the first phase of the of the Ganon fight. Right. And, yeah. I, and I think the you jail fight was not the Ganon fight. Okay, I'm fine with the, I'm fine with the, the light arrow, you know, being the <laughs> yes. control. I'm like, I'm, I love that. I think that's a great mechanic. Sure. I, I don't think there should mm-hmm. be any major conflict at the very end to not break up the story yeah. mm-hmm. but i just thought again i, I also think that they were concerned and I, I again i appreciated this because i think this game had a masterful level of restraint yeah. yeah you know they weren't going for like too big of a thing totally. yeah. and i think that to your point i think they were and what you're probably feeling is that i think they were afraid of like jumping the shark yeah and having you like in the prison like run away from like a giant eyeball like chasing mm-hmm. you or something or like you know, Cat some kind of down Gundam robot. Yeah, like. some kind of like final Zerk boss. You know, mm-hmm. that's like I think that they pulled back on that very specifically, and 
I, th- I hear what you're saying that subjectively speaking, that didn't work for you, you know, yeah, in the same yeah. way. But I, I think that's, I, I appreciate their mantra regarding restraint in this game. Yeah. Well, to me, I just think that for me, it just felt like there was a level missing between the jail and sure. the, yeah. the control room is all. But, but really like truly remarkable game. Like yeah. I had, I had such a blast playing it. It was so quick. So Tweet. So, <laughs> so sweet and that, quick. that feels that oh, feels like a slur. God, shut uh, up. <laughs> um, quick and sweet. It was like, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so quick, so sweet. Beautiful story. Yeah. Beautiful like aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. fantastic things. And I really appreciated that it was short. Yeah. I feel like we played so many long really games. long games that this was like such a breath of like fresh air. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially after playing Disco, this was such a relief you know I, I, I do think that there's something nice about this game being one that like I for sure have already told, told Shelby like you have to play this game oh and Shelby would love this yeah, game I, I'm like you're gonna cry profusely I mean Shelby's not gonna yeah. she's gonna start crying when the cat slides oh, off I bet she won't stop the whole time yeah, 100% uh, but I really like that this is a video game that I feel like I could get anyone to play. Totally. Whereas, yeah, like, easy. no one's playing disco. Right, right. like, this is super accessible, you yeah. know? This feels like such a... It's so welcoming mm-hmm. to someone who's never played a video game before, but also shows you all of what a video game can be. Like, if I, if I had a, a new friend, in, in a fantasy world, if I had a new friend, <laughs> come over. You're, you've been getting me this episode. <laughs> really good work. But a new friend come over and we're just hanging out for the evening. Like I could yeah. throw this on and be a blast for me to watch and for them to play if they yeah. weren't a video game you know, oriented person. I love that question of like, what's the game that you would like? Which friend and what game yeah. <laughs> do you be like, you got to play this game. I've been trying to get... I'd have to move the PlayStation out of the living room, but I've been trying to get Haley to play Spider-Man, mm. you know, forever. Cause it's so, I mean, she would just gobble that up. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. nobody's business. Totally, yeah. Uh, would you get Jules to play? I think Jules would like Stray. Yeah. Yeah. So if she liked, um, it takes two. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. She would love Jules. Jules is a gamer. Jules is gamer overcooked. Girl. For sure. Yeah, yeah. She liked it. Well, we liked overcooked, but until it, it was, started causing problems yeah. at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was, uh, <laughs> I honestly think that game, I mean, that's a game Haley and I played. And I think as friends, it's a really fun game to play because you kind of like yell at each other. It's like silly, but like, I, I could have, I feel like I would not play it with a partner. Yeah, I feel like it would expose weak points. So like, in you know, yeah. we, it was a bad Shelby idea. and I struggled through It Takes Two. Oh, oh, oh really? Oh, you tried It Takes Two? We tried it. I think like, um, and I, it's actually, it was really interesting because Shelby had a lot of problems or, or, or difficulties with um, just, yeah, this sounds so condescending. I don't mean it. I play video games too much. Mm-hmm. And so things that I take for granted in terms of maybe eye-hand coordination yeah. or like pressing buttons to do very, like I don't even think about how to right. jump in any game I pick up. Yeah. I just do it. Shelby's like, I don't know what to do. I can't yeah. do it. Like, and I, I can't explain it to you either. I'm like, I don't know what to do either. Yeah. I just do it. I just was, memory. Yeah. It was it's so funny. There was like, uh, something in it takes you, because you have free control over the camera and it takes you. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you just jump jump move forward and you have to move the camera to the left mm-hmm. which i'm like i could do very easily yeah. she's like i don't play video games it's like yeah. oh yeah that's yeah. right that, but this feels much 
uh, sound like an asshole. This feels much more accessible. Like I to, think like, so. The, the general like. I remember audience. when um, Haley was finishing Skyward Sword, I was like sitting on the couch next to her, like holding her hand. <laughs> like you know, you can do it. You can do it. And I, you know, she was doing the last boss, and she's like kept dying and kept dying. And then we were like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Well, I feel like you know when he does the sword swing, you need to like backflip. You know how like Link can backflip." Yeah. She was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, and we were going through it. And I was like, well, okay, you know how to dodge, right? Like you press A and like jump to the left and you know how to target, right? And she was like, hmm? <laughs> and I was like, what did you, how did you get through this game? You know, and she admittedly was like, I try to learn as little about a game as possible. I, and I was like, this is the thing is like, I do feel like we take for granted a lot of the, yeah. especially with franchises that have controls that carry over like Zelda, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, we all know how to Z target and right. swing the sword. It, we take for granted these things that it's like, actually, if you are, have never played a Zelda game before, if you've touched grass. Recently, yeah, if you go outside, like, I mean, I remember when Breath of the Wild came out, I felt like a beginner again because though, even though the control scheme is relatively similar, like just getting used to the fact that I could jump freely yeah. right, and glide and like all these things that it's like I'm not used to doing in a Zelda game yeah. and the climbing. You know, it's like, it's well, just, you you get a sense and, of what it must be like to be a newbie. I, you know? I bet as well that for Shelby and Jules, when she plays Stray, I bet that those chase sequences that, I agree, I didn't die once for them. It was very intuitive for yeah. me. Like, I bet, and get me sound like an asshole, just because we played too many video games. Yeah, it's not don't because, go outside. Yeah, it's, it's not a compliment to us. We have no other hobbies or skills. Right. Look at my like, skin. I haven't read a book this year. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. look, look at my skin tone. Shelby, Shelby makes clothes. Yeah. So, um, a skill that I could not Haley's out there seeing the world right now. Right. Like, yeah. I'm seeing the world through the eyes of a cat. <laughs> yeah. who's, cat. who's really having a better time? Yeah. Well, I think I am. <laughs> I, I bet that that those chase sequences will be the perfect amount of challenge yes. for someone who doesn't play video games. Um, there is I mean, a difficulty. There's an, is just such an impossible metric. There, yeah. There's an achievement in Stray to do the first chase sequence without being touched mm. by a zerk, mm. and I almost quit the game. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so hard Dang. to like get through that. Well, your under two hour run too was I like did that. yeah, you, but yeah, like, you said was, it was. I mean, not hard, but you were like. Getting the sweat. I was nervous about yeah. it, but it ended up being like an hour 35 yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Super quick. Um, cool. So, yeah, I mean, a uh, little, little roundup yeah. action I think here. that's you first, Jimmy. Yeah. Great. Yeah. What a delightful game. I love a game that, like, goes in with mission and just executes it flawlessly. Um, I laughed. I cried. I would 100% play this game again. I would recommend it to everyone of all skills i would want to show it to people um i'm just absolutely so surprised that the game had the impact that it had on me um i don't know if this is controversial i hope it doesn't get a sequel i hope it just is i totally on its agree own. Yeah. just be on its own especially because it is so replayable maybe in 10 years have a remastered version with like new graphics and you can change the color of your cat but like other than that <laughs> vr capabilities yeah right? it's like it doesn't need to be expanded on it's great it's yeah. such a great game um i really and, want to be like crawling around on the floor yeah. like with a vr headset uh, in my living room we didn't talk about it and not to like get into a whole big thing but like 30 dollars like 
Thank God. I think if this game was $60, it might be a 4.5. But it throws everything. <laughs> Honestly, we don't talk enough about price point, but I think it should come into, I mean, it came yeah, into consideration for me with Kirby where I was like, I'm, I still don't think this game's worth $60. Yeah, it was so funny because I do. But that, you know. Uh, well, that, but anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd pay $150 to play Red Dead. So, <laughs> um, anyway. I, video games are way too cheap. I will say that. I know <laughs> I know that we complain about, but like the fact that they've been like $50 to $60 for the past like 20 years is insane. Honestly, and, I really think it should be tied to hours because yeah, I really think that totally. it's like that's what the reason the ticket for like Disneyland is like however much it is now insert you know because I'm sure it's it's gone up since we've been talking yeah. but you know it's like you're paying for 12 to 14 hours of entertainment yeah. you know like obviously that's a lot of games are longer than that but it's like you're paying for like how much entertainment you're getting out of yeah. this game in terms of time, how much, you know, I just think there should be considerations for if a game is like 10 hours, it's like $60. Like, yeah, you know, it just feels like, and then it starts to feel like I'm paying, I'm at a motel that's charging by the hour. You know, <laughs> it's like, it feels like what the hell? Like, can I just sleep the night? You know, like why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, anyway, sorry. It, no, it's, it's, it's just, Perfect. It's a perfect yeah. game. So happy I played it. Um, and a confident and delightful five out of five lads. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with everything that has been said positively for the most part. I think it was a wonderful game. I think it was a perfect like time for me to be playing <laughs> this game, which I know is obviously like very personal to, to me, but just in terms of like the kinds of games that we've been playing yeah. recently have been either really heavy or really long. And so this was just like such a sweet little like reprieve yeah totally and and i think there should be way more games like this mm -hmm. i would every day rather play something like this than something like a big you know kind of game that takes like 100 years to develop or whatever <laughs> yeah. this is like so much yeah. better to you me. can just say breath of the wild too <laughs> <Breath> <laughs> of the wild. um uh, uh there, there was a couple like story flaws and like mechanic stuff that didn't work for me as well which just sort of similar to how we were talking about or how I was talking about with Disco just because of like the length of the game and how yeah. things are impacted like it's just percentage wise it felt more impactful to me than it would of a game of like yeah. a longer length so uh, for all that I'm giving this a very high four out of five um, lads for this delightful game great um, <laughs> I love art <laughs> i really do <laughs> like, i just i i feel like in my life i get like such a bad rap for being like a hater <laughs> like being very judgmental well, the scores don't lie man i know and I, but i really it's like i feel like what it is for me is that when something sucks i'm just like mad because i'm like why there i can we can fix it you know it's like nothing is beyond saving right like um there's a quick like Haley, Orion, and I saw a musical a couple of weeks ago called Lampika, and it was great, but we were like redlining it in the car all the way back. We we're like, well, they should have done this and they should have changed this and blah, 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 blah. And we're like, oh man, this is like so close to being perfect. Mm -hmm. And if it only takes this, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And obviously all are subjective, you know, my perfect version of something is not gonna be the same as someone else's perfect version. Mm -hmm. But it's just, the reason I say that is because it's such a relief to get to a game like this where I'm just like, oh man, I do, really love when something pulls it off, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is a video game, but this is also art for me. And it's a piece of art that will stick with me and had an impact on me. And to our conversation about impact, 
you know, that's what I always crave is just that feeling of like, wow, that story is going to stick with me. And, mm-hmm. you know, when we're on season four, season five of the lads, whatever, I'm sure in the same way that I won't stop comparing things to like Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, you know, other Red and Red Dead Redemption 2, Red Dead Redemption 1. This will be a game that I will point back to and be like, well, you know, this game should have done it like they did it in Stray. Yeah. And I just think that that alone like speaks for itself that I would rank this game among these tiers of games that I will reference as pieces of storytelling not just like I would point to TV shows and be like this is a bad TV show they should have done it like Red Dead 2 (laughs) you know like or whatever but also video games and also like performance art (laughs) and it's just like it really just captures everything that I want out of any piece of media and Thank you so much, <laughs> Blue 12 Studio. Blue 12 Studios, that yeah. was called? Yeah, I really am your number one fan. I, I can't wait to see what you do next. So Blue 12 B12? Yeah, that's why oh. it comes from. Yeah. Um, Blue, uh, yeah, I really can't wait to see what you do next. Um, five out of five, lads. Thank you, Stray. Cool. Well, thanks for uh, hanging around. Uh, and listening to our <laughs> wonderful uh, we episode. Still gotta figure out an outro. Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll uh, catch you later. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lads Who Pod. If you're interested in keeping up with the lads, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Lads Who Game and can read our more detailed analysis of this game and more on our website, ladswhogame.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts, give us a rating, and tell your friends.